0: DCM works. Praise the sun. Also, oh my god, I'm so sick. This is like the fourth time I've tried to record this. Three, two... Hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artists podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. I'm David DCM, creative director, lead writer, joined us as Ben. Yeah, this is Ben. You have to make fun Hi. of me for that shit. <laughs> and today we're talking about the environments of Dark Souls 3.
1: Yes, indeed. I mean, that's <laughs> that's, from our... that's just stuck in my mind now. It's pretty great.
0: Um, so, I wanted to talk about the environments, because I think, like, it's an interesting way to look at the game, because, like, the storytelling is kind of reliant on the environments, because the NPCs talk almost exclusively in riddles.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them talk of places, yeah, rather than of things or people. So,
0: like, yeah, they'll talk about, like, a place, or, like a like, a... Rather than about, like, a person, they'll talk about, like, an area... They'll tell you about like a myth about an area, like it's really weird. Yeah. To try and like focus on. That's kind of why I want to talk about the environments rather than like the storytelling. Um, I'm also sick this week, so we'll probably <laughs> keep it brief. Um, yeah. You can probably hear that I'm I'm like.
1: Eh. Dave, Dave's a little baby today. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, from, we did from all um, Woolies, and it
0: calls. said they would be. They said they would be seven dollars. They, they were ten. Yeah, fucking, and then a two dollar life. discount.
1: Oh, Which right. is $8, so...
0: That's... I was gypped for a dollar.
1: You were gypped a dollar, because they... No, because you just misread it. They said it was going to be seven ninety nine. so... Oh,
0: I got fucked on the... You, uh, got,
1: you got ruined by got that. done by that. Yeah.
0: But, so this game takes place in the Kingdom of Lothra, right? So... It, the weirdest thing about this game is that it's kind of like an in-between game between Dark Souls 1 and 2 in the setting itself. Like, it... The way that it's constructed, I'll get into it in a little bit, but like the idea of the game, it's kind of like a transitory between the two. We'll talk about that a bit later. But basically, like you start the game in the cemetery of Ash, where you are born from like a grave. Like you come out of a grave.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> Which is real. Which yeah, like real, real it's real on the else. nose. But
0: the idea is like that ash is produced when you burn something. So you're like kind of being
1: reborn. You're basically a phoenix.
0: Except that like yeah, because... So, which is pretty common, like, in yeah. the Cell series, because, like, the whole thing... I mean, the about, whole
1: game is just about dying and coming back to life. It's about cycles. Like, yeah.
0: The whole world is about cycles, and, like, the weird thing is that... Like, it's a really on-the-nose metaphor, but it's also not even a metaphor, it's just how the world works. Yeah, That's like, the weirdest thing about all of it, like, they... It's almost a metaphor, but it never really is.
1: The whole game is just a metaphor. Everything's a metaphor.
0: But it's, like, a metaphor for itself, so it's not really that metaphor... Like, it's the weirdest, like, combination of ideas.
1: It's... I think part of it is because it's... I think part of it comes the fact that it's such a long-running series of the... It's, like, now. Because yeah. we've got the third one. We had that Bloodborne thing in the middle. Where it's, like, people kind of just take all the stuff that... For all intents and purposes, yeah, they're just obvious metaphors. But people are just, like, yeah, whatever. Like, the, the lore is so deep and convoluted. Yeah. That, like... Acknowledging that something is a metaphor isn't even important anymore. <laughs> it's just not... yeah, it's so like yeah, because it's like kind of yeah, really it is exactly. a metaphor that doesn't tell us yeah, shit because
0: that's what the games are supposed to do, right? Yeah. So like, okay, so the, one of the things that I think is really interesting in this one versus Dark Souls one, uh, so this and Dark Souls two have the same thing. We have like a filing shrine, just like your world hub.
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes down to some of the mechanics that they added in Dark Souls two. Yeah. Like, there is, there's a filing shrine in Dark Souls 1, you just never really go to it past the first you couple ever, hours.
0: Oh, I and, then, and then you come back to it at the end.
1: You come back to it every now and then. I guess you do
0: to do various things. But soon... it's, not
1: the, it's not the central hub that it is in Dark Souls 3. You
0: don't really have a central hub. Yet. No.
1: You just have... Like, if anything, the central hubs are usually just the bonfires At the start of difficulty spikes. Yeah, the start of, like, big areas. Yeah, because you'll you'll constantly be going back there because you won't get very far past it. So you kind of go back there because you have to. forces you to. Like, I would argue that the first major hub in Dark Souls 1 isn't Filing Shrine. It's Undead Bug. Because most players, when they play the game, they will get stuck at the Undead Bug for a long time. That is true. You know, some people might try to go to catacombs, but then realize, oh, "Fuck the catacombs!" <laughs> it's a bad idea. Like it's, it's really the only place you can go from the start of the game. That is true.
0: And I guess, like on top of that, uh, the because in Dark Souls too, you have the Firelink Shrine. Yeah. Sorry. The yeah the fi- uh, the the yeah the filing Shrine so, you have so Phialing Shrine yeah, but it's called Medula Maj- maybe something Somewhere, like that. Yeah. Um. It's like an old undead settlement that you kind of take over with your NPCs and stuff and you kind yeah. of live there. But it it you could you can fast travel to it from any bonfire.
1: Um and Yeah, that's that's the main difference, is that fast you can fast travel straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, in all the other games. So having that hub is like, you know, it's kinda it's basically just the hunter's dream. Like yeah. ever since Bloodborne and the Hunter's Dream, they've been very just this is your hub world, kind of. Well, because
0: like that was because they had that sort of in Demon Cells where you would go back to the same place to level up. Yeah, and the same thing is true of like Dark Souls Two was the first one where they had that in the Soul series, like the Dark Souls series rather
1: you have to go to a person to level up yeah. rather than any bonfire.
0: So then, like, you get this thing where the person that levels you up actually becomes a character. Yeah. So, like, the Emerald Lady in Dark Souls 2, she actually moves throughout the world to meet you at different places when you get to, like, particular areas of significance. To level up at different, yeah. Um, so, like, well, no, you always level up at home, but I mean, like, in a storytelling sense, she'll go to places to tell you about a place. Oh, okay, yeah. So one of the things that's interesting about this Dark Souls 3 is that you have all of your NPCs that let you buy stuff and you level up there, but you also have the Four Thrones...
1: Yeah, and that's one of the interesting parts of. It's very different. It's very, it sort of gives, it makes the Lords of Cinder, the Lords of Cider, a, um, <laughs> it makes them very sort of human. Well, they're not human. It it humanizes them in I, a sense. Oh, wait,
0: it gives them like a. I don't know if it be like it gives them a place in the world.
1: It makes them friendly. It's it's as if you're like freeing them. Well, because like when when they get back, you actually talk to them, and they yeah, they, they, they don't hate out. you. They're not angry at you no. that you killed them. They're, They're like
0: you did what you had to do. Yeah, that's the cycle.
1: Yeah, they yeah. understand their place in the world. And they understand that you have to take them down, and it's a weird sort of it's uh, it's probably a trope and something where mm. it's like. Well, not really. It's because it, you know they are the bad guys. They're the big bosses. Yeah. And in previous games, you have you know the big bosses are the big bads, and you want to kill them, and get rid of them because they're bad. But in this one, it's like you get rid of them, and then they sell you things. Well,
0: it's kind of <laughs> you're the like, um, what? it's like the it's the Shadow of the Colossus kind of thing.
1: Yeah, when you kind like, of like you're like where mm-hmm. it's they're
0: really just these you know because like it's explored a little bit in Dark Souls 2, where there's a. The main big bad boss of the game that you fight your entire way toward getting to, when you finally find him, he's not hostile. He's just walking in a circle around a room. Yeah. He's insane because he's hollowed too much. And you can fight him and he fucks you up, but, like, (laughs) he's not actually hostile. That Hmm. was, like, the first time in a Souls game where the big bad boss at the end of, like, he's, like, the ultimate bad of the game. Yeah. You don't have to fight. You can just walk around him and grab the item you need and leave. Yeah. Like, and you go, whoa, what the f? Like, It's yeah, just so, like, whoa, <laughs> what? And then you kind of discover that there's actually more going on. But, like, that idea is interesting because it kind of implies that in this world, well, after a certain point, you just become like an animal. You don't, you're not really a person.
1: Well, it, it breaks down the whole good versus evil kind of thing because, you know, Dark Souls 1.
0: Particularly because you're undead as well.
1: Yeah. Like, in Dark Souls. Especially, like, I got very confused when we were playing Dark Souls 3 with, I think, when you mentioned, you're like, oh, yeah, we're we're hollowed. And I'm like, I'm like what? I'm like, where? What do you mean hollow? <laughs> oh yeah, it was kind like because of- for me, hollow is the there's the duality of hollow and humanity. Yes, but then in Dark Souls three, they're like, nah, there's not nah element as well. Hollow humanity and then embers. Embers, yeah. And it's it's a weird thing where they keep they're they're sort of slowly breaking down the the duality of good versus evil. Even more so. Even more so. Even parts, now with you know? yeah, and even with the. Uh, with all the new covenants, all the new PvP covenants, yeah, where it's like it's not just invaders and defenders of invaders, yeah, it's, it's like not just blue and red. It's there's like invaders, blue, red, white, pink, yellow, pu- yeah, yeah. The like there's there's a purple. whole bunch of different kind yeah. of
0: like, and then there's even more than that as well that we haven't gotten, gotten yeah, into. And in there's game.
1: all the other non-PvP covenants. So <laughs> it's like this thing
0: of they they suddenly like I think it's a really good place for the series to get to because it kind of you know, and this is I'll talk about this in a minute, but like the idea of it being like. It's such a transitory game because the other games have been working towards that. Yeah. Um, but like one of the things that I think is interesting. Sorry, I'm gassy because we had I had chili. Um, <laughs> like the so like the throne... the the filing shrine is like both the beginning of your journey and like also the end in some ways because the lords of yeah cause... go there. So it's this weird thing where like you start the same place that you ended and that's just like. Again, it's that cycle. Yeah, and you—you like never in the game comes back to cycles. You,
1: you know? never kill a Lord of Cider and then go back. <laughs> I'm never gonna call them. Lord you never of kill Cinder. a Lord of
0: Cider. You never kill Lord of Cider. Lord and of Cider. Like, no.
1: Yeah. Even though they're Lords of Cinder,
0: it's fine. Cider is. Cider is fine. It's, it's canon. Um, it's
1: fine. Yeah, like it's—it's it's a weird thing where mechanically you're never gonna kill. You're never gonna kill them and then not go back and check them out. <laughs> like, yeah, you're never gonna.
0: Because you always have to go back there to level up anyway. Yeah, so.
1: and so you're going to talk to them. Yeah, and it's it's a weird thing where like that. That one location in itself is so... Even just the name of it, calling it filing Shrine, when you when when you uh, when you walk into it the first time, you're like, oh, this is a cool place. And then a couple... Like, half a second later, the text pops up, and it's filing Shrine. You're like, dude. Yeah. This place looks fucking great. Because every, cause everyone knows filing Shrine. Like, it's, it's such yeah, the, a... Yeah, it's
0: like your, your world. Like, you know what it represents, but yeah. you don't know what it is until it
1: tells you. It's a very... It's it's the Dark Souls meme of just the home, yeah. it's like you, home is where the firelink shrine is. Yeah, which yeah.
0: and it is because that's like because it is because it always has been. Because even in that, like even something as simple as that, yeah. giving you like in this world where, every, like literally everything is transient. Like yeah. the whole point of the game is that it's transient. Things repeat in weird patterns. Time doesn't really exist. Yeah, and when it does, it slips backwards and forwards at varying rates. So then you have this the place whole that's,
1: multiverse thing where yeah. everyone's.
0: And then you have one place that's yours that stays yours. It's yeah. like the centre of your sort of network of weird shit going on. Yeah. It becomes like this weirdly, like, you get, like, weirdly attached to this place with these weird people.
1: Even though everyone else has the exact... Like, it's, it's not like... Yeah. You no, know, it's not like a World of Warcraft garrison or whatever the fuck they you, are, where it's like you personalising, you customising, you put a little rug on the wall. It's and not your home and you, base in four hours. Yeah, it's four, not, you know? yeah, it's not customizable, it's but it's the, still it's yours. It's a place that,
0: because, I think it's because it's a place that doesn't change. Rather than yeah. a place that you can change, because the rest of the world is never the same. It's the one place that stays the
1: same. And I think another part is how how you build it up with the new NPCs when you find them around the world. Yes, you kind of build, you create. Yeah, it's, you sort of make it your little hub that you have no control over. Yeah, but, but you don't. You... It doesn't. It doesn't feel like other sections of the game where it's just like I have no control over this, and it, it's scary. I don't yeah. know what can happen. You're so it's like, like I, have, I have no control over I'm this area, but I'm fine with it. Because yeah. I know it's going to be okay. You
0: kind of, you lean back a bit, you're like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. You know. Which is so weird, because you still have no control. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a weird thing that they've done that works so well. Um, I think even the idea that, like, you know, when you get to the, so like, when you get to the castle, like Lothric Castle, which is the first area. Yeah. Um, It's like this <clears throat> amazing kingdom that is just, like... Ruins rumble, just and there's like dead dragons yeah. everywhere, and it's just like there's no one there though. Like it's the all of the storytelling is environmental, yeah, all of it. So what starts to happen is like you see stuff like throne rooms and dining halls and these crazy battlements and like a whole bunch of stuff that was in this world, but a lot of it doesn't make like it, it doesn't like it's, it doesn't make a ton of sense. So like um, there, are think... s- there are weird dead ends and like barrels of flaming pitch are in the middle of yeah. dining rooms. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. So you get the impression that someone could have lived there. But maybe that they never did. I think you know the, I mean?
1: they've you know, there's that kind of idea of level design where you build an environment which has like a purpose. You build you build the environment as if it's going to be used and then you just sort of modify it for use in a game. And, it, and like lots of games do this, you know, they instead of creating a level which fits the game, they'll create a level which fits the world and then just put the player in it. Yeah. Dark Souls kinda of like fifty fifties it. Yeah, they really do. There's, you know, there's sections where it's just like, yeah, this could easily be a house that someone had lived in, or this is easily, like, a castle. Like, this castle makes sense. But then there's parts where it's just like...
0: There's non-sequitur elements. Yeah, it's like, this this
1: castle makes sense, except every door can only be opened from one direction. Yeah, (laughs) like, like it's so weird. like, Like, there'll be a door, which isn't locked, it's just can't be opened from this side. And you're like, why? Like, that's not... Like, that would be Doors horrible don't to let like the Doors don't work that the, way. But at the
0: same time, you're like, no, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you and, know?
1: and I think that's what kind of gives Dark Souls that feel, is that, like... And, like, especially when you get into the more, like, natural environments, like the swamps and the forests and whatever. Like, yeah. they don't... Those are very much not natural, because there's just, you know, there's just path perfectly fine and safe pathways around everywhere. And that's the kind of where it hits that 50-50, where it's like, if this was like a natural occurring forest, like, you would just sort of... It would be really open, and you wouldn't be able to find shit, because it's a fucking forest. Which is, they had in Dark Souls 1. Yeah, Dark Souls 1. You know, but These amazingly
0: big big forests that you couldn't navigate properly. Yeah,
1: but then they're like, uh, no, let's just put pathways everywhere. (laughs) Well, yeah, because like... Or do little tricks to sort of make players move in the right direction. Well,
0: they've... I think it's like the... It's a balance between Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 because Dark Souls 1, everything is chaotic and sprawling and, like, you get lost a lot in Dark Souls 1. Yeah, I think
1: they kind of had to do that with because there was no sort of fast travel. Everything kind of had to loop constantly. You had to have a weird chain.
0: But so, like, what Dark Souls 2 did differently is Dark Souls 2 was very linear and you almost never got lost. And Dark Souls 3 is, like, in between the two. Yeah. Like, it's this weird sort of... And I don't know if they did it intentionally or not, but it feels like Dark Souls 3 exists between the two, like... Spectrums of both games. It's
1: sprawling enough, but it's not Dark Souls One sprawling. Yeah, but and it's It's linear enough. Where the fuck do I go? (laughs) It's not
0: Dark Souls Two linear. Yeah, so it's like this really cool, and even like all of the elements in the game reflect that. Like, you know, Dark Souls Two. There's one big bad who turns out to be just like he doesn't. He's not even interested in fighting. Like he's just a guy who's gone insane. Like he's an undead that's gone insane. Dark Souls One. There's like eight or nine big bads that you. This is the four big. Bads that you have to kill, like the four yeah. lords or whatever of creation that you kill, and you link the fire by killing the final king. Yeah, but you know, all of those lords are like their enemies. Yeah, they're Whereas baddies. In, in Dark Souls Three, they like all the four lords of Cider start as bad guys, and when you kill them, they become friendly.
1: Yeah, so it's but again, you can still kill them because they are NPCs, yeah. and NPCs can be killed. It's so like, it's like it's still this still got perfect bad. balance between yeah.
0: the two. Because like in Dark Souls Two, like the big bad was not harmful. And in Dark Souls 3, he's now not harmful, but you could still hurt him if you wanted to. <laughs> like, it's this really cool, like, weird thing they've done where they've kind of drawn in all of the elements that they've done so far in the series and gone, well, what if we kind of put them all together in this super different world and then went, let's see what happens? Yeah. You know? Like, it's just super weird and interesting. And I think even the idea that, you know, a, a game like this that's so... Like, this 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 type of game shouldn't be popular, logically. It's It's, a, it's yeah, very neat. I mean, it's
1: a very, it's one of those games where it's going to go down as being a classic, and I hope they don't milk it too much. I hope they, like, to be honest, I hope this is the last Dark Souls. They've said
0: that a few times, but you but, know what it's, know, like. it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, like, they'll, I hope
1: they, 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 I hope they spin off and like, you know, what they did with Bloodborne. They probably like, will. They right. will. Like the formula, the formula will will just the formula is going to become the new, the new third person cover-based it kind of already it's becoming it it. yeah Yeah. it's slowly like the whole dark souls formula is slowly becoming it even though it's really hard to like nail down and it's hard to
0: get perfect as well. it's
1: really hard to be really specific about what makes dark souls sort of unique compared to other just hack and slash combat games whatever um but yeah it's the kind of thing where it's it's a real niche niche market yeah but it's a really, it's a still a, it's still a big market. Which
0: is well, I, I think the weirdest thing about it is that I, I don't think these games should be popular because the, the nuance behind the way that they make them and the way they thread the story throughout. Most people don't get it, but the, the weird thing is that it's fun enough to play that most people don't care.
1: It's almost as if, it's, it reminds me of Eve Online where. You know, EVE Online is this very niche game, which is completely different to everything else on the market, but the thing is, not many people play EVE. Like, EVE, you know, it's got a play base, but it's not, you know, people aren't fucking holding on to their seats for every (laughs) EVE expansion, like the same that they are for Dark Souls releases, but it's still creating the same kind of, like, super interesting storylines and really awesome, like, player experiences, except no one plays EVE. People just listen to the news about all the EVE fights. That's so weird. Yeah, because, like, even Online, like, you have those huge, like, you know, this fight cost $20,000 in real cost. Because it's
0: a game that you can put money in. Yeah, which
1: is just a, a, like, a weird... Like, when someone like, do they actually spend $20,000? It's like, no, it's actually, it's $20,000 worth of time? Because you can buy time in-game. Yes. With, which normally you have to spend money on, so they have this weird conversion rate there and like that's how they that's how they're able to make headlines like watch a video game ship worth $10,000 get destroyed. Boom. And everyone's like that's fucking cool but it's no a one good... plays it. <laughs> no, it's it's a good uh, <laughs>
0: it's a good news title though. Yeah,
1: no, it's like it's really interesting from a like a a game sort of media perspective. Yeah. But like Dark Souls, it has the same sort of thing where it's like it's a niche game and it has you know niche moments and it has those sort of like storyline moments you're like the guy who because it's you know it's considered the hardest video game there is and which i don't think it's the hardest i think it's just the most well it's uh, it's, it's one that's the most truthful i feel like it's, it's the most like it's a very honest game yeah it's it's very honest about if being
0: if you're good if if you're good at ducks, like because i'm bad at video games i'm terrible
1: well, it's but, like, you don't even have to be good, you just have to understand. You just have to, it's like, if you're not good, just play a Pyromancer. Like, if you're not good, don't try to parry, you yeah. know. You, like, you, you've got to learn shield. the game. Yeah, like, learn, you, learn how to finish understand it Understand the game, yeah. you know, which and, most people don't do. Well, it's most people don't do these days, which is why it's such. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's such a good game because it's it brings back the difficulty of old." And like, well, mm. that, it does in some ways,
0: but that's, it does. But it's but it brings back the learning. That it you used brings to have back to do yeah, games. brings back
1: the learning and a, with a fresh coat of actual good game like, design. like
0: Ocarina of Time or something. So much of that game is learning how to use what you've already got to do new things.
1: Yeah, whereas Dark Souls is kind of just. Th- figuring it out well, by it's 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 like Yeah, line. it's
0: it's like, here's the tool belt you've had the whole game. Keep running at the same obstacle until you work out how to beat it. Yeah. With this tool belt. Whereas, like, Ocarina of Time is like, here's a new tool. Incorporate it with the rest of them. Learn how to use it. Yeah. Dark but, Souls
1: doesn't really give you new tools at all. Which, which had,
0: just, but, but the great thing about it that is that, that it doesn't need to. It gives yeah. you new challenges.
1: Yeah. It sort of gives you everything from the start. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't know where this was going. Basically, it's just a very niche game. Well, I it. think, like... and, but, and I think... But,
0: to do with, but, like, talking about the environments in relation to that, I think the reason that... Because the storytelling is so subversive in the way that they've done it. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't even know it had a story. Like, I've heard people say <laughs> that.
1: And I'm yeah. like, you know,
0: like... Someone That's like, fair.
1: Like, you can, yeah, play, you can, you can play, play it and, not and pick up just any of the not story. pick up shit.
0: But then, you know, you listen to someone like John John talk about it, and he, like, he's really familiar with the world and the lore and stuff. Yeah. And he'll see something and go, oh, that's a reference to this because that was when this king was here. And, and you're like, oh, okay. Happens. And yeah. then, but then when you play a game with someone like that sitting in the passenger seat talking you through it, it's like a whole different experience. Mm. Like, it's this weird thing that happened. Because I, you know, I did Dark Souls 1 with him and it was like totally different. Yeah. Like, I just sort of, it was like, oh, now I get the game. Like, now I get the story and how yeah. the world's built. And like, if you don't have that, then it's just a fun game.
1: Yeah, it's just a good but good the time. fact that
0: it has that other level, if you want it, yeah. is just... I think that's why the environments are so interesting when you're playing them, you know. Because you go, oh, that's pretty looking, or oh, that's gross. But then after a while... So gross. You know, you're like, <laughs> okay, so there's like the swamp area, yeah. like near Farron Keep or whatever. And you're like, how did that happen? How did that poison swamp come to be? And I guarantee you that you can work it out Yeah, from, there's probably a reason, from but from like... existing lore that's in the game. But most people don't stuff.
1: care, because it's a poison level. Yeah. It's like, is, if there was which, an ice level in Dark Souls... It's which just a, there just is in Dark like, Souls 2, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, it's it's an ice level. Like, every game has an there's ice a great,
0: level. There's a great... There's a great... Actually, in one of the DLC in Dark Souls 2, there's, like, a whole kingdom that's, like, frozen in ice. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, covered in snow and ice or whatever. And eventually you start to work out that someone froze it, but otherwise, it's just, like, a fucking ice level. It's just, yeah, it just looks different. It looks different. looks different. And new and cool and blue. And people can hide in the ice and jump out at you, or they can be <laughs> under snow and pop out of the snow yeah. or whatever. So from, like, a gameplay mechanic, it works really well, but then the environments tell a whole new story, and it's this weird thing that no other medium has managed to do it as well as... No other
1: game has managed to do it as well, either. God, no. I mean, you... Some have
0: tried. Like, you know, you get close to it.
1: Yeah, like, you think about games like Skyrim, where they're like, yeah, we're doing environmental storytelling. It's like, yeah, not really, though. It's more, like, <laughs>
0: It's more like environmental short stories, like... Yeah. Where like... it's like, you come to an area, and there's like a... I think, like for, in Fallout Four, there's a great little area which I love in the game where it's just like a, it's like halfway up a mountain or whatever, um, and you kind of go through like a little, you know, brush of trees or whatever, and you come yeah. out onto like the edge of a cliff. Um, and there's like a little, there's like a little cubby hole that someone's built with like a chair and like an esky and yeah. like a ham radio. That's technically environmental storytelling. Yeah, but, it's but more that's like,
1: that's yeah, that is environmental storytelling. It's more like but impressionism. It's, yeah, it's 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 as sort of important as an Easter egg. Yes. Like, it really doesn't tell much. Like, it tells a little bit, and, you know, it's like, oh, just... But it's such... The scope of that story is, like, one or two people. Even if you have, Whereas... like, 500
0: of those, you get an impression of what the world's like, but it doesn't tell but one it's... story.
1: Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't really link. Whereas in Dark Souls, everything... Is... Every little bit of story... is one thing. ...links to all the others. And, like, even, even when they do do, like, sort of small... Like, sort of short story environmental storytelling... It's never too verbose. Like, yes. they'll do, like, a little thing where you'll be in an area... Like, when we were playing, when we were playing Dark Souls 3, there's those creepy cages full of oh, gross things. Oh, God, yeah. Like, there's, like, sections where it's just the cages. There's just heaps of those cages. And they're they're empty. All, And they're all empty. And you're yeah. like, that's... That's subtle. That's not, like, really forced and in your head. It's not like you open up, like, a fucking terminal and you're reading some shit about some scientist who made the yeah. cages like, no, it's just... Oh, our light is flickering. That's our light so, is dying. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay, um, I'm going to try and ignore that. Do you want to just turn the light off? No, I'll be fine. Okay. All right. It's right Let's above stop. my head. It's a little spooky. I don't want to get shattered on. recording. The fun of recording in a studio. It's probably yeah. just vibrated slightly out of its socket. It's probably just dying. Yeah, um, yeah it's like you're not... It's not being really. It's not taking itself too seriously, I guess. Yes, even though it is. <laughs> it is. Well,
0: because it's a super serious. Well, no, I, I know. I get what you mean. Like, it's, it's not
1: trying to be like, "Oh, look how clever we are." We we had our writers do this cool thing. It's more. Like, we wrote out this log from the perspective of someone. It's like it's no, like it's here it's if just, you want it. It's just here it is, and Here's it's it's, it's here
0: if you want it, and like something you know, like a lot of the time it'll just. Know, it's not
1: even. It's not even. It's here if you want it. It's, Because you can't not see it. It's there. It's not like, like, the thing with, like, Fallout and stuff. It's just, like, most of the terminals I skip. For me, that's, it's here if you want to. Like, if you want to have some story, here's a terminal. Whereas Dark Souls, it's like, it'll show you everything. But because it doesn't explain anything, it's up to you. You only, yeah, you can only, you only get. Anything out of it if you actually engage if with you it. Put in, put yeah. In, if you don't active. bother, and yeah, it's if, a
0: difference between like active listening and just listening.
1: Yeah, because right? if you don't, if you don't, yeah, if you can just when you just sort of like skip through the dialogue of all the NPCs. You have no idea what they're talking about. You're like fucking just whatever. Stop
0: giving me riddles, mate.
1: Yeah, like they're still giving you the information because a lot of the time you need it for them to give you an item or something. Yeah, but like unless you're fully engaged, it just sort of goes over your head. Yeah, but because the writing is because the writing and the voice acting is so, like, so Dark Souls and so not how anyone talks so in the real life. Yeah, it-, it... doesn't, it doesn't really annoy you. You're not just like, oh, just... Like, it's, it's the... A- it would be if, like, there was another game where they're just talking jargon the entire time, but they're talking like we're talking now. No, it's
0: it's like reading Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, people... You're just
0: like... Just... Dark, Souls, Dark Souls is like reading Shakespeare. If you understand the way that it's constructed, you get so much out of it.
1: Yeah, but, but if you don't really care, you just sort of... You get you bored You get and, the gist of it. You
0: get bored and you kind of... You get the gist and you kind of ignore it. Yeah. Which is... That's one of the reasons that I think, like, people... Like, it's really hard to teach Shakespeare for the same reason. is because you're not just teaching ideas, you're teaching, like... A whole different kind of scope of language.
1: I think it's 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 the idea of just like you can listen to someone perform Shakespeare, not listen to any of the words, and still kind you still of. Still follow what's happening. Yeah, still follow what's happening, and like it's still nice. Like it's it's very, you know, it, because it's written well, yeah. you know, it follows a nice rhythm. You're able to just kind of relax and take and it in Enjoy. It. And enjoy, and it's the same with Dark Souls, where you don't really enjoy it, you kind of, you know, it puts you on edge, you, and you it you makes you. You go through it, and you have an you experience. You just go through it, whereas like it's. If there was like some, you know, it's when. Then when TV shows are like, oh, I'm going to write a GUI to hack the IP address and like they just blow out all this jargon, which no matter what, will th- will just throw you off and be like, what the fuck did they just say? Like, yeah. regardless if you know what they're talking about or not. And it's that kind of thing where it's like, because it's, because all of it is consistent within the world, you can, you can either engage with it or you can just let it go past and still just kind of be like, whatever. Yeah. And just I th- kind of enjoy it.
0: And I think that's the the value of what they do. And it's yeah. so it's such an honest way to make a product. It's like,
1: like how you can listen to music in a language you don't understand and still enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And it's very sort of to, to, to set out to make a series of games that do that is so honest with And your pull it audience. off three times in a row. <laughs> because what you're saying is you're like, we've done all of this work, but you don't necessarily have to see it all, you just have to see stuff that you enjoy. Yeah. And that's so fucking nice, like, from an artist from an artistic perspective. To just genuinely be honest and be like, we've done all of this work, but to be honest, if you get any enjoyment, that's all that we care about.
1: I think there's a big kudos to be given to, like, some of the really big, like, uh, Dark Souls lore YouTubers. Like, there are people who just dedicate themselves to just releasing videos, explaining certain characters. Like... You know, you go to their YouTube accounts and you look at their videos, and it's like I don't know any of those characters, but and they're all in the world. <laughs> they're all in the world that the yeah. game you just play, and it's just like they're there. You just didn't really pick it up, and it's yeah. like these people, like it's almost the reason why From Software still bothers because like From Software knows these guys exist. They've like yeah. hired them to do things, um, like they to go release to promotional events. Yeah, and they they, they go stuff to promotional and 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 stuff. Yeah. Like From Software is aware that there is a there is a large group of people that enjoy this kind of things. It, enjoy this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's like kudos to them. Like they're, they're probably the reason why From still bothers Not for with sure. very convoluted story. Because it'd
0: be super gratifying as well. Yeah. Because like... having mean,
1: yeah, like making a really weird story and, and like they, they obviously know what the story is because they're yeah. writing it. But then, you know, seeing all these different interpretations. And to
0: watch people enjoy trying to understand it. Like, yeah. that's the biggest thing, is, so, like, people love doing this. It's
1: so the same kind of thing that happened with, like, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Except that fan base is fucking gross. So. Well, and then
0: they... I mean, well, a yeah. But, it's a, but, I mean, you know, like, it's it's the kind of same thing as, like, in a big fantasy novel, like, you can... There are always, like, tiny threads of different characters and, like, arcs that you don't see. But if you spend time, you can pick them apart and find them. It's it's just this, like, it's really rewarding storytelling. Yeah. And I think that's why... I just bumped my microphone. That's why, like... <laughs> Dark Souls is so enjoyable for us to play is because you get the two levels. You get the basic stuff, so you get the the environments and the gameplay that you go through, and then you get the stories that kind of come from it. But neither takes precedent. They just both exist.
1: Yeah. This
0: is really nice. So, I mean, if you haven't played them, get amongst it. Um, We have a Dark Souls 3 playthrough at uh, YouTube.com slash coffeehouse that you can watch. Um, I've done Dark Souls 1 and 2 on my channel as well, DCM I Hate Pie. Um, But otherwise, you can find us on Twitter at DCM underscore works. A hashtag AFA pod. Yeah. Uh, all that good shit. Patreon.com slash DCMworks. Everything else is in the Red show level. notes as always.
1: Slash people slash DCMworks. DCMWorks nailed it. Um, <laughs> everything else is in the show notes.
0: And if you guys have any questions for us, uh the best way to get at us is to tweet hashtag AFA pod. Um or email us podcast at dcm.works. Yeah. Uh yeah. We we love Dark Souls and I it's, just it's a nice opportunity to talk something we like, really enjoy. Yeah. You know? Um and I also apologise for being sick this week we're only doing one so that hopefully next week will be better <laughs> yeah well, yeah I hope you guys enjoyed and as always we will see you next time
1: goodbye <laughs> well, like, well done and like the gameplay is super fun and like because those three things are there it's like it's exceptionally good hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions but it would feel
0: like just gouging my soul out
1: yeah Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR
0: if Shrek is a fairy tough creature can he actually own land and want to kick them off where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit off to make it up. Yeah. Yep. That's you know, like that's just the truth on yeah.